It's the Adam Crowley Show. This is the kind of thing that just tickles my balls. On ESPN Pittsburgh and the iHeartRadio app. Live at Sensi's, it's our March Mania giveaway presented by Bud Light. 412-922-2874 is one way that you can get a chance at a team. That is the number to call. If you show up at Sensi's, you can shoot for your team. And if you hit in our water cup, you get seed 1 through 8. If you miss, you get seed 9 through 16. There was just a man up here who had his kids shooting in. We were upset for the kids whenever they missed the shots, but if you're the dad, you probably don't want the kid to hit the beer pong shot, right? 412-922-2874. Tiger Woods finished second at this weekend's Valspar Championship. Tom, is that what it's called, Valspar? The Valspar Championship, that's correct. Yeah, Valspar Championship, very good. Who cares? Well, it's a big deal. A lot of people call it the fifth major, so. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. Fifth major? Yeah. Congrats to Paul Casey on the win. I could not have told you who won. I just did. Well, thank you. I can tell you that Tiger Woods finished second. And as I was driving into the program today, I was listening to Mark Madden. You can catch him, by the way, coming up on Wednesday for the Great Pittsburgh Sports Debate at Tequila Cowboy, 7.30. It starts. My show ends at 7. Don't know how they expect me to swing that, but that's neither here nor there. Mark said that he thinks the best thing for golf is for Tiger to continue to be competitive but continue to come in second, to fall short. I think that that's really not the case. The best thing that could happen for golf is if Tiger wins a couple of majors to matching Jack Nicklaus and then starts coming in second because then the chase will get everyone involved. The ratings are up 200% this week for not a major. You get him winning a couple of majors and then getting close to winning other ones, that's the best-case scenario. But him getting closer to Jack Nicklaus in majors is absolutely the best thing that could happen to the sport of golf. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. Let's give away some teams now for the contest. We'll go to Jaden next up here on the Crowley Show. Hello, Jaden. How's it going? Good, man. Do you think Tiger Woods winning a major is good for golf? I do. Uh, I think it is. You know, he's got to come back, right? I think so. I think that the best thing for golf is for him to win a couple of majors, get close to Jack Nicklaus, and then start kind of having some of the young players take him over. Uh, I think that would be make good it more for the young exciting, players. right? It would. Unfortunately for you, you got Butler. I'm sorry. Ah, uh, all right. Thank you. Although, wait a second. Don't be sorry, Adam. Tom says they're sexy. Oh, they're so sexy. Why are they sexy? You, 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 you can't Tom, tell me. Brad Stevens. That's all you have to say. It's Brad Stevens. You know he doesn't coach there anymore. Doesn't right? matter. His his aura is still in that gym. You're telling me they're gonna win because it's the ghost of Brad Stevens. Exactly. Well, not even the ghost. He's not dead. Just the aura. But Tom, no buts. No buts. Got, you, your your sexy is flawed. Do you know that? Why? Because you said Arkansas was sexy. Yeah, they can both be sexy. We got some sexy first-round matchups, man. Yeah, but Tom, one of those teams is going to lose in the first That's round. That's fine. You know, the NCAA gets it wrong all the time, and teams that should go further than they really do always get bounced early because of missed seeds, and Arkansas Butler's just another example. Who do you the, got in that These one? two could be one seeds in my mind. Oh, for the love of God. Who do you got in that I one? got Arkansas. Okay. So maybe just fade the music out on Butler. I just did. Is this next one sexy? Maybe the sexiest team in the field, according to Adam Crowley. 
I think it is. Let's go to Oliver. Oliver. Hey, man, what's up? You get Kentucky. Oh, okay. Oh, no! Upset Tom, why? They just don't have it this year, man. What do you mean I, I, really, I really have no reason why. I just clicked the phone. They're as, they're as talented as anybody. Eh. Here's the issue. They're talented. Kevin Knox, great player. But they got to play Arizona if they're able to beat Davidson, who you did think was sexy. And if they play Arizona, Arizona has maybe the best player in the country, or at least the guy who's playing the best right now in DeAndre Ayton. The way to the Final Four is tough for UK, but they could beat anybody. They got Virginia, and I think that would probably be... They're well coached. No kidding. Uh, I think all of that, the... Oliver, oh, for the love of God. I think that if there was one one seed that you would want to play, it'd be Virginia. When's, when's the last time Calipari's won a championship? Does this guy still have it anymore? I mean, what has it been, like five years? That, that's ridiculous. He still has it. Whatever. Kentucky should be winning every year, or so I'm told they should. So he's a joke. Arizona never been to a Final Four. They'd have to play them. Mike Bennett. Tony. My name's Adam. They're the number one seed in the Charlotte south side of the bracket. So I think that, look, they're not a great basketball team, but they've got great talent. And Arizona is likewise. UVA, they're not a talented basketball team. They've got some talent, obviously. Guy's a really good shooter. They play defense very tough. But that's a team that you know you're going to be in it with, I suppose, if you're a team like Kentucky or you're a team like Arizona. If you're playing a Villanova, they can blow you out. If you're playing Kansas, they could blow you out. If you're playing a Villanova, they could blow you out. Did I say that twice? I said it matter. twice. UVA, not going to blow you out. Let's uh, go to Mike next up here on the Crowley Show. Hello, Mike. Hey, how you doing? I'm good, man. I apologize for what I've just done to you. <laughs> Texas Southern, 16 <clears throat> Oh, no. I'm sorry, Mike. You're not all that far away from a one seed either. A couple of more calls would have got you a one. Well, you never know. Take my chances, you know? Nope. See you. You can take your chances. You got a 16, which means you're not going to Myrtle Beach. And I'm sorry, man. I feel terrible for you. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. We've still got 14 teams to give away. So that's 14 opportunities to win a trip for two to Myrtle Beach with three nights hotel and two rounds of golf for two included. we got Jason Mackey coming up in about 14 minutes here on the Crowley Show. So, if you don't get in now, you don't want to wait around for a while, that's a problem. So 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. I said I unveil my Final Four tomorrow. Tom, should I unveil it now? No, 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 no. Make the people wait. Make them wait. Make them wait. Make them sweat This it is out. the most anticipated announcement of their year. Let them wait. You know what? You're right about that. I'm thinking that West Virginia is going to take up all Final Four spots. All four of them. Not possible. I really wouldn't be shocked. I'm going to write them all in. They press. Did you know that? A they lot press, of people man. call them press, press Virginia. Virginia. You know who their coach is? Bobby Huggins. The Huggy Bear. The Huggy Bear himself. The Huggy Bear himself. A legend. As pissed as I was about the fact they got a five seed... I'm okay with their draw. If you're a local person listening to the show, which I suppose you would be, and you care a little bit about West Virginia, whether you want them to lose or win, 
I don't think they could have gotten a better number four seed. Wichita plays not a great conference. It's a good conference, not a great conference. And this is probably their worst team that they've had in a handful of years. Uh, you got Murray State at the 12. That's the only issue to get seeded or misseeded, in my opinion, as a five. Then you're going to have to play the 12, and the 12 always seems to have a say. Let me reset this bad boy for all y'all. 412-922-2874 is the number to get involved. If you get one of the final 14 remaining teams, that means you get at least a $10 Sensi's gift card. So if you call up, get a $10 Sensi's gift card, you're not going to be a loser. That's a couple of drinks for happy hour, maybe some pizza. i got a good pizza here. It's quality. If you advance the round of 32, your team at least, you get an ESPN Pittsburgh shirt in addition to the Sensi's gift card. This all compounds on top of each other. You go to the Sweet 16, you get a $50 gift card. That's to the Carlton downtown. If you finish in the Elite Eight, or you hit the Elite Eight, it's a $50 gift card to the Walnut Grill. You get a $4, $100, or pardon me, the Final Four gets a $100 gift card to Heinz Healy's downtown. You go to the championship game, it's a foursome to the old Stonewall Golf Club. And if your team wins the national championship, you get a trip for two to Myrtle Beach with three nights hotel and two rounds of golf, four two included. Four one two nine two 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 eight seven four is the way to win, or you can come to Sensi's where you can shoot for it. If you call up, it's random. If you shoot for it, you get an opportunity to get a better seed if you're able to make the beer pong shot. Let's go to Dan next up here on the Crowley Show. I'm a sellout. Hello, Dan. Hey, Adam. How's it going? It's going all right, man. You got an interesting one. You got Oklahoma. All right. We'll Tom's- take it. Tom's not a fan of Oklahoma. I'm not a fan, Dan, at all. I'm sorry, man. I, I think 16 seeds included, this might be the worst team in the NCAA tournament. Whoa, let me remind you. You heard the, me. One of the best players in the country, Trey Young. Hey, man, I'm a pitch fan, so, uh, you know, anything better than that right now. At least you've got something to root for now, huh, Dan? I guess so. That's Dan, who has Oklahoma, and he's got Trey Young. I happen to think, take this for what it's worth. Oklahoma's got an opportunity to win their first game against Rhode Island. Nope. It's the best player in the country playing a team that doesn't have the athleticism that Oklahoma has. Great guard play from Rhode Island, though. Oklahoma can score on anybody, and now he's going to be now they're going to be playing an A-10 team, and Lon Kruger is one of the best coaches in all of college basketball. I'm not saying that they're going to make a run, but I thought all along that if Oklahoma made it, they'd win a game. I don't think that they're better than Oklahoma State. I know they're not better than Notre Dame. I know that they're not better, probably in my opinion, than Syracuse or some other teams that did sneak their way into the field. But they can go off any game. They can hit a bunch of trays, and when that happens, they're going to blow you out of the water. And if they're playing a team in Rhode Island that can't keep up with Trey Young, and they don't think that they can defensively, then they're going to have a problem. I think Oklahoma finds a way here in Pittsburgh to win a game, and then that sets up, you want to talk about sexy, one hell of a sexy matchup between Duke and Oklahoma in the round of 32. 412-922-2874. Let's go to John next up here who wants to enter the March Mania giveaway. Hello, John. Hey, John. Uh, hey, yeah, John. I'm talking to myself. Hey, Adam. Why are you talking to yourself, John? You have a long day? It's been a real tough Monday. <laughs> Come Unf- on, make my day here. Unfortunately, I can't. You're one, oh. away, you're one away from maybe the best possible case scenario in the tournament. Which really sucks. I probably shouldn't even have told you. College of Charleston you get. Oh, gee, thanks. 
Thanks yeah. a lot. Hey, come on, I got two girls at WVU. Does that oh. a chance to move up the other way? If you'd have said it first, I could have maybe fudged the whole thing, but oh, unfortunately that didn't happen. I know, John. <laughs> Good luck to you in oh, the College yeah, of Charleston. Yeah. Thanks a lot. They, they could win the 413 matchup. It could happen. Tom, how are you not infatuated with Carl, College of Charleston here? Yeah, I'm just not a fan. You know, I, I agree with you, though. You'd think that I would think they're sexy, but it's just one of those things where, you know, maybe everybody thinks that this one girl is really hot, but, but it just doesn't do anything for you, you know? That's College of Charleston to me. Well, maybe get a couple of beers in you and watch Oh, it. then they might be really sexy. Then they might be sexy. They're playing Auburn, a team that you had as an Yeah, anti- that doesn't really. That matchup stinks. It's an anti-sexy team. You didn't like Auburn. I don't like College of Charleston either. Ugh. Here's the thing about College of Charleston. They're worse than Auburn in every single way, but they slow the pace down so much. But it's March. It's March. Are you allowed to say that, or are you going to get sued by John Rothstein? Uh, Why would I get sued by John Rothstein? He's trademarking. This is March. No, he's not. We're going to go to Brian now. Hello, Brian. Hi, Adam. Did I lose you, Brian? I'm here. Oh, good. You you better be there because you got Villanova, baby. Hi. I don't okay. know. What do you mean, fart noise? They won the national uh-huh. champion. They won it two years ago. Quit living in the past, Adam. They've got Brunson. Quit living in the past. They've got Mikhail Bridges. You know who they have to play in the second round, though? Oh, no. Oh, baby. Oh, no. Those Alabama Crimson Tide. You know what's even tougher than that? West Virginia in the Sweet 16. Oh. You're right. You're screwed, Brian. <laughs> I hope not. Well, you're not, because Villanova's damn, damn good. Really good. This is one of Tom's favorite in the entire tournament. We go to Bobby next for what might be the greatest unveil yet. Let him have it, Tom. Bobby. Yes. Bobby, 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 Bobby. Tell him who he's got, Tommy. It is my pleasure to give you... Iona. Now, before you freak out, doesn't that just sound like a team that Duke loses to in the first round? It just sounds like they're going to lose to Iona. Absolutely. Or Batman. You got it. Iona. Going to Bobby. 412-922-2874 is the number. Coming up next, I'll give away some more teams here. We still have 10 to go, including a couple that I think have a real shot to win the national championship. And we've got my man. Let's talk about some puck because we've done all NCAA tournament today as I sell my soul for a bigger paycheck. We'll hear from Jason Mackey of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. You're listening to The Crowley Show. Jason Mackey coming up in a few moments here on The Crowley Show. Got to slide some pens talk. And before we get to that, though, let me give away a couple of more teams in our March Mania prize giveaway. First up, Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Hello. I'm going to give you Michigan State. Oh, that's a good one. What the hell are you farting on Michigan State for? Izzo in March. I just don't think that guy has it. Yeah, you're right. He's never won a championship before. Never. I don't even think he's gone to a Final Four. Yeah, it never happened. So there you go, Ryan. You got Michigan State. I think they got a good shot. I appreciate it. Goodbye. Michigan State's got a good, ch- good chance. I think that they got underseeded, though, because of the scandal. I think Arizona got underseeded because of the scandal. Uh, I think Auburn probably got underseeded because of the scandal. Uh, they don't want those teams winning the championship. They want to give them the toughest road. And Michigan State, they have given a tough road despite them 
only having four losses on the season. They haven't really beat all that many good teams. They haven't lost to anybody either. Anyhow, that's Michigan State. We'll give them to Ryan. One more before we get to Mackey. Hello, Kevin. Hey, Adam. Unfortunately, you missed it just by one, and you could have had Michigan State. Now you have Radford. <laughs> uh, I'll take it. Ain't that just the luck, dude? That's the luck. Good luck, man. That's Radford, which is Brian Lamartina's alma mater. Yeah, they. I got they, that going for me. Would you get out of here? <laughs> I forgot that I'm supposed to click him off too. Let's go to my man Jason Mackey now from the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. If you're on the line, we'll give you a couple of teams when we come back from Jason Mackey uh, prior to the break, and then we'll give out the rest in the final segment here of the Crowley Show. If you want to get in queue, four one two nine two 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 eight seven four is the number. There's still a couple of good teams left, and everybody who gets a team gets at least a $10 gift card to Sensi's here in Wexford. Uh, Mac Daddy, what's up, dude? Nothing, pal. How are you? I'm good, dude. I'm plowing through calls. I'm meeting a lot of nice people out here at Sensi's. Do you want to get involved in the contest, Mackie? I don't know if you're allowed, though, now that you've signed that iHeart contract. <laughs> it's not signed yet, pal. Oh. Not that I'm hedging. I'm just, you know, waiting for it to arrive in the old email inbox. Ah, um, probably yeah, I, I, snail I would mail. imagine I'm probably prohibited. What is the context? Who knows? Maybe I, maybe I would, and probably wouldn't even be any good at it. Well, just have your wife call up. No, I mean, if you call yeah, up, true. you call up, it's random. But if you're here and you shoot it and you make it into our solo cup, you get a seed one through eight in the NCAA tournament, nine through 16 otherwise. And the grand prize that you could win is a trip for two to Myrtle Beach with three nights hotel, dug, double occupancy, and two rounds of golf for two. Wow. Mr. Mackey Legit, could man. have himself some fun. Excellent. It is. You always sound excellent. That's my poor transition. Uh, the Penguins were excellent yesterday. That might be a little bit better, Jason. And it sounds like the team, the coaches, everyone feels like this might have been their best defensive performance uh, of the season. No, I agree. I agree. And I think what last night boils down to for me is they did a lot of things well that they're going to have to do in the playoffs. And you could sort of pick and parse what those are, but they got solid goaltending. Their power play scored a key goal. They got past some, um, I don't know if you want to call it, they showed some resilience or, or got past the key moment in the game with that stupid offside call. Um, you know, they didn't have a ton of offense going, but they were opportunistic enough. Um, so yeah, that's what they need in the playoffs, and it was a good primer for that. Um, don't discount how good of an offensive club Dallas is and what they did to shut them down. Um, to your point, Adam, just maintaining good gaps, managing the puck well, it showed what kind of effort the Penguins can turn in when they actually want to, and I think that should be encouraging. But, there was a lot about last night's game to like. They've won so many games with some high scores and by large goal differentials, but they won a close one, and they were due to do it. It seems like they played really well away from the puck, too, Jason. You, you talked about maintaining good gap. I thought that they played just a beautiful defensive game from that standpoint, and uh, the back-checking of this team, not that you wouldn't think that they'd be all in at this point, but you just saw it up and down the lineup, I thought, yesterday. Yeah. And they put pucks in important places. Um, you hear Patrick Hornquist talk about this a lot, and you hear him talk about it a lot because it's what he does very well. But uh, put pucks in behind their D. And watch the Penguins, you know, not that they want to play a dump-and-chase game. I mean, they're going to take the opportunities off the rush when they're there. But when you're putting pucks in places that 
you know, if you throw it deep, the team's obviously not going to have an odd man rush the other way. You're going to make them turn around, get the puck, bring it out. You know, you're making them expend energy doing things other than playing offense. But if you cough it up at your own blue line and you're giving a team a quick strike opportunity, it's a little bit different. And it was more of the latter than the former for the Penguins. But I thought last night they were very good with that stuff. They were very physical when they had to be. They blocked some key shots. Even Carter Rowney uh, sort of stands out when I say blocked a couple key shots. But um, that's the kind of stuff they need. And it's you know it's not like they need to beat teams to a pulp, um, they don't need to play a, a trap or any sort of boring game. It's just they need to have a little bit of those elements. Jason Mackey, the Post-Gazette, joining me here on the Crowley Show. This isn't sexy to talk about, but I'm talking about it anyway. That fourth line looks okay with Josh Joris in there. I think he's played pretty well these first couple of games. Yeah, Joris has been okay. Uh, probably a little bit better than I anticipated. I'm guessing better than you anticipated, but... Um, I don't think Brian Rust is far off from returning, Adam, um, at least not far off from rejoining practice, and that'll sort of throw a wrinkle into the equation there because uh, I'm not sure what you do when he comes back. I mean, obviously, Rust is going to come back and play a prominent role, but who do you take out of the lineup? And I would say at this point it's either Joris or Carter Rowney. And, yeah, I, I've been impressed with Carter Rowney, or uh, Joris enough that it gives me reason to sort of you know, think about who I want in there. Uh, I think ultimately Rowney will probably get that assignment because he kills penalties and can take faceoffs. Um, you know, it's, it's, Joris is basically a five-on-five guy with a, you know, he can take faceoffs equally as well as Rowney. But, um, you know, it's, it's an interesting discussion, but I, they need to get more from the fourth line. All right, Jason, I have to bring this up. You know what I'm about to get into. Which one would you like to talk about first? (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to talk about offsides or goalie interference first? Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were going to Daniel Sprong out. All right. Well, you still still didn't answer me, Mackie. Well, you didn't ask a question. Uh, I I guess that's fair. Well, we'll start with goaltender interference. If that's goaltender interference, then, I mean, call off the playoffs. I mean, I don't even know what to say about that. I mean, that's yeah. it's it's so absurd that that's called goaltender interference, and I'm afraid, Jason, that that sets some sort of precedent that we're going to see calls like that made in crucial moments. Please tell me it's not going to happen. No, I can't sit here and say that, Adam. Uh, oh, I, I think we probably are going to see something decided on a spin-the-wheel sort of goaltender interference call, and it, it's a huge problem. Um, here's where I thought that that play in Toronto broke down. I'm actually okay with them calling goaltender interference at first. Like, if you see a goaltender, if, so, if you see something make contact with the goaltender's head and your automatic reaction is to call something, fine. I'm all for protecting their head. But after taking another look at that, they should have realized the puck crossed before the contact was made that Dumoulin was pushed in by Hainsey, that the contact wasn't that bad, and then you say, okay, that's a good goal. Like, if, if it takes a second look just because the guy's head was involved, I understand it. But at this point, both of these things, and, and we'll get to the offside next, to me it's a rule just for the sake of having a rule, or an issue just for the sake of having an issue. And why in the world is Mike Sullivan not allowed to challenge that? I, I don't understand that. I mean, you should be allowed to have them look at it, whatever it is. Say, I disagree with you, I'm challenging it. 
And even so, they might have come back with the same thing, and then at that point you're mad, but at least you've gotten to use your challenge. And right. yet last night, you have Ken Hitchcock challenging something without a timeout. Now explain this to me. I don't understand this whatsoever. He can challenge offside if he does not have a timeout. It's penalized to the two-minute minor. But he can't challenge goaltender interference without a timeout. It's asking. What? It doesn't make any sense. I, here's, so, here's where. Sorry, Jason. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, so sticking with, we'll get to the we'll get to the offside because duh, for the love of God, the goaltender interference. I'm okay with it being one of two ways. A, if you call a penalty on the ice, you can review that, like you were just talking about. Or B, just don't call the penalty on the ice and then have the ability to review it. And then if you deem that it was malicious upon further review, then you can initiate or then you can call or institute the penalty. That's what I don't understand. The fact that they called it a penalty on the ice makes it so the Penguins, no matter how much bitching and moaning they did, could get that back. And that's irritating to me. Yeah, or just change the rule and that you can challenge. Even yes. if you call a penalty on the ice. Like, and like that's that probably better. Before, if you want to take head safety seriously enough, and believe me, I think the NHL should do more of that, call a penalty on the ice. That's fine. Just allow it to go. Do whatever you have to do. But allow it to be adjudicated again. Instead, they don't. Instead, there's this you know, red tape here for absolutely no reason other than the fact that it exists. It makes no sense. It is archaic. It is. It, it speaks to how woefully behind the times the NHL is with some stuff. And as a whole, if we look at both of these scenarios, look, we're trying to generate more offense, are we not, in the NHL? Yes. Like nobody ever turned the game on and say, oh, boy, I really hope I see a 2-1 score tonight. You know, I hope I see a lot of defense and – and, you know, I mean, those games can be entertaining, but if you're a casual fan, why would you want to sort through that mess? You know, don't you turn on the thing? You want to see back and forth? You want to see excitement? You want to see 4-3, 5-4, whatever? And you're just killing your product. It's yet another reason that the NHL just screws up how to market itself. You know, not putting important games on the NBC Sports Network. Not, you know selling their stars and, and highlighting their best players. And then you put this mess out there? I mean, come on, that hurts all of them. Jason, as for the offsides, I think that they should eliminate having to have your skate on the ice. I've just always thought that was stupid. Uh, I've played hockey before, and, I mean, I know a lot of people who play hockey who, yeah, they talk about dragging the foot, but it's a half an inch off the ice and that's going to happen all the time that to me just totally defeats the spirit of the rule if malkin straddling the blue line he's onside like kiss my ass (laughs) he's on that sucks so if you eliminate that then you can still be sure to catch the egregious daniel briere type plays if you just take that one little minute rule out of it you know what else we could do adam you could use common sense (laughs) <laughs> like, I, I honestly feel like at Major League Baseball games, right, they have an official score who determines hit, error, whatever, whether run is unearned or earned. The NHL is getting to the point where it seriously needs an official score. But instead of, like, looking at, you know, whether something is a hit or an error, you need to look at it and say, are we being stupid here? Like, are we making this more complicated than it is? Are we interpreting the rules the right way? And have consistency in how those guys are trained and how they think and how they operate and who who does that job. We we seriously need an arbiter of common sense at NHL games. You can't sit there and tell me that that goal was impacted in any way 
offside as many more from being offside. And somebody will say, oh, it's the process of the goal being scored. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was a dude straddling the blue line. All, all we are, we're, we're picking and parking video. We would have never, ever given that a second thought if it wasn't reviewable, if we could look for something that's possibly wrong in the process of a goal being scored. But that had nothing to do with the goal itself. And again, you take a goal off the board, which for, yep. the, for the NHL to do to me is just absolutely maddening. Jason Mack in post hey, yeah. If, if, if we're talking about an off-the-rush play where somebody's in the zone and he gets the puck and goes down, and it, you know, that's fine. Take that one off the board. I am all for playing by the rules and, say, you know, these things are here for a reason. But they weren't there to, you know, police things this way. We're taking it too far. No, and it's the same thing in baseball as far as I'm concerned, Jason. When a guy's butt cheek comes half an inch off the base as he's sliding on it, he's on the damn base. That's yep. not what it's supposed to be about. It's supposed to fix things like the 85 World Series. It's supposed to make sure that perfect games aren't ruined, stuff like that. When a guy's ass is an inch off the base, give me a freaking break. Jason Mackey of the Post-Gazette joining me here on the Crowley Show. Uh, Jason, Evgeny Malkin is stupid good. It's just, oh, my God, watching him play right now. I don't know if you can play better in today's National Hockey League. Am I right in thinking that I'm not hearing enough nationally about him winning the MVP? Um, yeah, I think that's fair. Um, those conversations are weird, too. Uh, as, you know, as much as I don't want to put any of this on Gino, like if he was around to talk about it and available to talk about it more, I think there would be more of a buzz. Uh, but he just, you know, it's kind of not his style and whatever. But is he playing the best right now out of anybody? I think so. Is he playing a huge role on his team that very well can win the division? Absolutely. Is he going to win uh, the Rocket Richard and, and potentially the um, Art Ross? Yeah. And if he does both of those things, if he does all that stuff, I think he should win the heart. Um, I'm right. You know, I, I just, I don't buy into the whole buzz thing. I feel like it's biased and, you know, it's going to come out of, you know, if somebody's doing that in Toronto, like, yeah, of course, there's going to be more bots because it's different than Pittsburgh. But Malkin has just been out of his mind right now. Um, you know, best player in the league, in my opinion. I think he deserves to win the Hart Trophy. Um, he'll get my vote if things continue the way this is. Uh, but it's just been absolutely incredible, the run he's on. You think he's going to win the scoring title? I do. I do, too. Jason Mackey of the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Thanks very much for your time. 412-922-2874 is the number to call. We've got eight teams. Well, let me let me double check. One, two, three, four. Oh, boy. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We've got eight teams left for the giveaway. And we'll start first with Nicole. 412-922-2874. Hello, Nicole. Hello. We've got you Florida State. Okay, sounds good. Uh, that's actually an air, Adam. It's Florida. <laughs> oh. oh. In fact, this is better. We'll give you Florida. Florida's much better. No. Florida. Okay. Florida's all better. Right. Okay. I, I thought... Okay, it enough. is good. See you, Nicole. Sorry for all the farts. For the love of God, it's we had a woman on the line there, Tom. Oh, jeez. Oh, come on. You're just going to put it right in her... Right in her ear. I will say this, big key for Florida, defend. If they can play defense well, they can beat anybody. Fred next up here on the Crowley Show. Hello, Fred. Hey, Adam, what's up, my man? You got a West Virginia fan here. My dude. Let's go Mountaineers. What do you think about their draw? 
Well, I don't know. I, I'm not sure why uh, they're a five seed. That doesn't make much sense to me, but no. uh, I guess we've got to take what we got. Agreed. They're not a five seed. They're better than that. The fact that Texas right. Tech got a five seed or three seed and West Virginia got a five is baffling. Yeah, right. I'm, you two homers enough. Just give I'm them a seed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Well, that being said, I do think that West Virginia is going to go to the Sweet 16. But, Fred, I've got you another team from the Big 12, TCU, Jamie Dixon. All right, Jamie Dixon, TCU. That's all right. I'll, I'll take that. God bless you, man. Go hey, take care. Love Jamie Go Dixon. Go out in the ears. I don't think I've ever said to anybody on the air, God bless you, because I don't say that in real life. I think I just did that because he's a Mountaineer fan. I don't know what happened there. Funny thing about TCU, one of the reasons they're sexy, according to Tom, is because they score. Jamie Dixon's teams very rarely score. Ain't that right, Tom? Jamie Dixon, man. That's a guy I'd love to see on Pitt's sideline one day. We'll go to Kevin. Last guy in this segment. Kevin, you're up on Hello. the rally show. How are you? Good, man. How you doing? Good. You got Wichita State. All right. <laughs> West Virginia's victim in the round of 32. No. Goodbye. I love it. 412 Oh, he's rooting for the 12 seed. Well, why don't you go fall down some stairs onto a knife? Rick. We've got still to go. Clemson. Rhode Island. And one team that I think is a big-time sleeper, 412-922-2874. Five teams yet to go. You're listening to The Crowley Show. The longest show of the year for me is winding down now. I like that all y'all are listening to the show, and I like that all y'all call up, but I feel like I sell my soul. We just talk college basketball the entire time. And you people get to have your voices heard. Yeah. Still got three teams to give away. 412-922-2874, the number, in order to get in on the final three teams. Let's go next to Aaron. Aaron, hello. Hi. Aaron, how do you spell your name? E-R-Y-N. That's weird. I know. <laughs> We'll give you Loyola Chicago. Oh, Tom. Awesome. Tom, play the music. Yes. Play the music. Aaron. Aaron's sexy. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron. Loyola. I hope you're sitting down. I hope you were sitting down when he told you that. Love Loyola. I think that among all the double-digit seeds, I think they've got the best chance to go to the Sweet 16. I'm a big Loyola Chicago fan. They've won a national championship in the past, so they've got that pedigree. They've got an opportunity to go to the Sweet 16. And I think that Missouri Valley always wrecks in this tournament. Would you just shut the hell up over there? because it's a point. (laughs) Adam, I have another point on that. Uh, The Missouri Valley always wrecks things in the tournament. You know what? You're right yes, about that, do. Tom. That's a great point by you. That's an excellent point. That's a Tom. fabulous point. I, I do think that Missouri Valley Conference always wrecks something in the tournament. Loyola's won a national championship. You can't tell me they don't have pedigree. I realize it was 1965 or whatever, but that doesn't matter. Still counts. Still counts. Would you just... Let's go to Rick. Hello, Rick. Hey. You got Clemson, Rick. All right. Yeah, that's farty. Yeah. You big Clemson guy? Oh, you hung up on him. I did. He didn't seem like he was going to provide much. Didn't seem so. like he was a big Clemson guy anyway. No, he didn't seem like he was all that happy. You know what? You get a $10 Sensi's gift card, and you're not going to be happy about it? Yeah, screw you, man. Oh, they're going to the Sweet 16. 
Nah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nah. Oh yeah. Oh nah. yeah. Oh yeah. Clemson. Yeah. Sweet sixteen. Oh yeah. You really believe that? I do. Okay. Who's gonna beat him? Auburn. We both know Auburn's not gonna beat him. No, I do have him in the Sweet Sixteen as well. I'm not a big Auburn guy just because they're banged up, and you kind of wait for Auburn to fall. Clemson, I kind of wait for them to have their fall as well because they're not a traditional basketball power, but I like them better than Auburn. They play good defense. They have to survive that dreaded 12-5 matchup first, but then I like their chances against Auburn, and College of Charleston's a team that I don't hate to beat Auburn based on the way that they slow it down. I don't think that they will, but they could. So they could be a Sweet 16 team, and if you go to the Sweet 16, you get a $50 gift card to the Carlton. Nice restaurant downtown Pittsburgh. We have time for one more. One final caller. One final team to give away. 412-922-2874. And Tom, you already know how I feel about this team, don't you? I do, Adam. You are very high on this team. You've, in fact, picked them in one of your other brackets to uh, win the whole thing. I only have one bracket because I'm not a jabroni. You never talked about that, by the way. We'll get to it. It's Al. Al? One team left. Do you know who it is? Uh... Probably a loser. I don't know. You're correct. Stop it, Tom. <laughs> it's Rhode Island. And there it goes. It's over, baby. I got Oklahoma beating Rhode Island in the first round. Trey Young, training trays, putting up 50. 50 burger, all up on Rhode Island. You want to know why? Because it's the A10. And yeah, the A-10's done some stuff before, but they're not anywhere near as athletic as this Oklahoma team. Oklahoma's going to put up a bunch of points. They can't stop them defensively. Now, maybe Oklahoma will have some trouble on the defensive side, as they have all year long, but I think that, and I had thought, even coming into the tournament, that Oklahoma would provide a difficult matchup for whomever they played in the first round, because they hadn't seen Trey Young before, and he is as advertised. He's damn good. Problem is, He's playing a bunch of great defensive teams in the Big 12. Uh, West Virginia, Texas Tech, very good defensive teams. Baylor, very good defensive team. Texas, very good defensive team. And it showed. If uh, Rhode Island makes shots, though, do you like their chances? Oh, if they make more shots, they're going to win. Yeah, I think they're going to make some shots. Yeah, I couldn't agree more with that. 412-922-2874, last chance to get in on the show. That's 412-922-2874. I posted this on the Twitter account at underscore Adam Crowley. It is our unofficial Twitter poll. If you make more than one bracket, douchebag or not a douchebag, the answer is easy to me. You're a douchebag. You can only be right once. If you're one of those guys who submits 50 brackets, don't be the guy who comes to my office and tells me, oh, man, I predicted all the upsets. I'm a cool guy. I'm badass. No, you hedge your bets. That ain't cool. If it's about being right, then make one bracket. If it's all about trying to make money and trying to give as many different opportunities to make money, then, okay, I mean, I guess I get it, but it doesn't make you any less of a douchebag. Tom, your thoughts? I could not agree more. Mm. Sheet of integrity. It's a sheet of integrity, man. Make one and stick to it. It makes the tournament watching far more enjoyable, too, when you know who you've picked to go in each round. If you've got Kansas going to the Final Four in one bracket and NC State upsetting them in another, what are you supposed to root for? Uh, I guess I'm okay with it either way. No, F you, man. You can't be that guy. 
the guy who's okay with it either way. Screw that. F that. It's also kind of an insult to yourself. I mean, you're basically saying that the pick you made previously was dumb, that you're an idiot. So you right? went the other way. There's uh, no there's no continuity there. I, 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 I'm, I'm upset. I've got buddies who make bets on hockey playoff series prior to the playoff series, and then the farther along it goes, if their pick's not looking good, they hedge their bet and pick the other team in Game 7. That way they're going to be fine either way. I understand that. That's all about making money. But when it comes to the NCAA tournament and you're just trying to be right, come on, sheet of integrity. One sheet. Only way to go about it. Only way to do it. 412-922-2874. Tweet me at underscore Adam Crowley. It's time for the hottest take of the day. It's time for the hottest take of the day. If you're going to be the guy who does fill out multiple brackets, I don't want to hear about your bracket. Tom has a take where he wants to hear about everyone's bracket. I want everybody to tell me every single pick that they made. Every single one. Do you like when people talk to you about fantasy football? No, that's different. It is different. I can't stand when people start talking my ear off about fantasy, which is why I try not to do it to anybody else. Yeah, that's the worst. But the, the bracket's bracket, different. Oh, baby. I need to know what you've picked. Only, though, if you go sheet of integrity. Only way. If you're dropping lines about how you picked the biggest upset in the history of the tournament in one of your brackets, I'm going to punch you in the meat hammock. Tom, what if they've got a bunch of different brackets? You still want them telling you about everything? Yeah, I want to hear it nah, all. Come on, I want that, man. I want to hear it all. Nah, screw it, Tom. Who do you have winning the championship? Uh, should I wait to reveal that tomorrow with you, or no? I want you to reveal your final four tomorrow. Give me, all right. Give me your elite eight. Wow, off the top of my head. Uh, oh, you don't have it. You don't have it ready. Yeah, I don't have it ready. Oh, for the love of. Give me your champ, Duke. Hmm. Hmm. Beating hmm. Michigan. There, I'll give you hmm. the finals. Hmm. That might be my my finals as well. That I'll have to tell you tomorrow on the show. I don't know what we're going to talk about tomorrow, because nothing happening tonight. No ball, no puck. Pens don't play till Wednesday. Great Pittsburgh sports debate coming up. I'm telling you right now, tomorrow's show could be chaotic. It could be one of the best shows we've ever done. Hopefully we get Brian back in the saddle. He was sick today. His rider club plays tomorrow night. Should we do a should we Radford? Whatever. Should we do a three hour pregame show on Radford basketball? LIU Radford, tell all the people what they need to know. That's what I think we should do. That's Tomorrow, a rivalry game, man. We also got St. Bonaventure and UCLA, but tonight we got nothing. And I'm okay with it because I'm going to go home and watch Love. Peace out, bitches. Thanks to Sensi's. Tomorrow on the show, maybe Tim Benz. I'm petering out. I'm petering out. Keep going. I don't got anything left. I'm exhausted. Been talking to all the people all day. Then let's, all my just, let's just let it ride out, though. Let's just let it ride. Tomorrow. Maybe Ben's, maybe not. Gotta ask him for Scrally Show. The party was nice, the party was pumping. And everybody having a ball. Until the fellas start the name calling. And the girls respond to the call. I have a pool with shovels. Who let the